A cheap new test for TB called MODS has proved to be better and faster than even the most costly technology-intensive diagnostic assays currently used. A massive investigation with nearly 4,000 samples has been conducted in Peru, with findings published in the New England Journal of Medicine. I met up with the lead author, David Moore, at the Outreach Clinic for Street Children in downtown Lima, and I asked him about the test, which promises to transform TB diagnosis in resource-poor situations. To begin with, what is MODS, and why was his team trying to get a new assay for TB? TB and drug-resistant TB, particularly multidrug-resistant TB, are increasing problems throughout the world. Um, but more so than ever in developing countries and countries with high burdens of HIV disease. Uh, and 95% of the TB in the world is diagnosed by sputum smear microscopy, which is the test that's now over 100 years old, and which, although uh, inexpensive and relatively easy to do, misses half of incident TB cases and gives us no information about drug susceptibility. So the idea of the MODS test is to bridge that gap and, and bring the standards that we expect in the uh, industrialised world with TB culture and, and drug susceptibility testing to the settings where they're most needed. Now I'll get you to define that just one time if, if you will please. It's uh, MOD stands for? Yeah, so MODS is an acronym for the Microscopic Observation Drug Susceptibility Assay which really describes uh, how, the, how the test works. In essence what we do is we grow the sputum sample in uh, liquid broth and examine it under the microscope, hence microscopic observation. And we also grow it in the presence and in the absence of the uh, anti-TB drugs. And if it grows in the presence of drugs, then we know that we have a resistant strain. Now, the exciting thing, it seems to me, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is that in this New England Journal of Medicine piece that you've published, not only is your MODS test apparently better than the existing tests in poor-resourced situations, but it seems to be even better than tests existing when you have a lot of money to spend. Yeah, that seems to be the case from the, from the data that we, we got from the study. We deliberately chose a uh, developing world, if you will, gold standard in uh, Lowenstein-Jensen culture with proportion method drug susceptibility testing and also an uh, industrialised world gold standard which was automated culture and drug susceptibility testing in the MB-BAC T system. And, uh, and MODS outperformed both of these systems, both in terms of time to positive diagnosis uh, and in terms of cost. Now, you divided your samples into different groups. Can you describe the study to me? Certainly. It's very important when you're evaluating a new diagnostic test that you prove that it works in all the important target groups because there are certainly the possibility that tests can perform well in some groups but not so well in other groups. So uh, the reality of, uh, of TB programs around the world is that patients present to health centres with a cough uh, and all of those patients will undergo smear microscopy. So we took a large group of those unselected patients presenting for TB diagnosis. But recognising that perhaps uh, a culture-based assay wouldn't necessarily be applicable to all of those patients, we, uh, we also took a subgroup of that, of that patient group, which were patients with identified risk factors for TB or drug-resistant TB, to see if we could get uh, more positive cultures for the number of samples that we processed. And finally, because HIV is an important uh, risk factor for TB and uh, TB that's associated with HIV can present in a rather different way, we thought it important to in include a, an HIV group and we took hospitalised HIV patients regardless of their symptoms and examined the performance in that group as well. And what came out of this uh, very multifaceted and comprehensive study? Well, the important thing, firstly, is that there was no difference um, regardless of which group we looked at. The, the performance of MODS was, uh, was equally good in all three groups. So 
Uh, if we look at all the data together, we found that the sensitivity of MODS culture was significantly higher, as we had expected it to be, than Lowenstein-Jensen culture, but also significantly higher than the automated liquid culture uh, using MB-BAC-T. Those results were available in a median of seven days, as opposed to 13 for the automated culture and 26 for Lowenstein-Jensen culture. It sounds very encouraging. Could you explain to me what you have to do with your patients and, and what the test consists of? What happens to the sample? Certainly. So with all TB culture, you need to, de with practically all TB culture, you need to decontaminate your sputum sample before you inoculate it into your culture medium. And so what we did was we took sputum samples and divided them in three and decontam well, decontaminated them and then divided them into three different aliquots and inoculated them into the three different systems. So MODS is no different from other culture-based systems in terms of preparation of the sputum sample. The, the decontaminated sputum is then inoculated into your MODS plate in the presence or absence of the TB drugs. And after five days, you examine those plates, after five days of incubation in an incubator, you examine those plates under a microscope to look for the characteristic tangles of mycobacterium tuberculosis. And why is this so much more speedy than the traditional solid medium method taking perhaps two months and even the liquid-based methods which could be available in a couple of weeks? One of the nice things about MODS is it, it, there's no magic behind it. Uh, it's been known for a long time that uh, TB grows in this characteristic tangling way in liquid culture uh, and that TB grows much more quickly in liquid media than it does in solid media. So that was no surprise to us. The automated systems uh, require a certain threshold of growth before detection can be um, validated, whereas when you're looking down the microscope you have much more scope for determining whether a culture is positive or negative. Is there not, though, the possibility that the diagnostic operator could get things wrong? Uh, there certainly is the possibility that the, uh, if, if a, uh, a new reader or a new laboratory te technician was examining the um, plates under the microscope, they might uh, rather prematurely uh, identify TB as being present. The advantage of this system is that you can then, if you're unsure, wait another day and the following day the characteristic tangles appear. So the specificity, if you like, of, and the sensitivity of the test were well over 98% uh, in all the categories. So uh, we confirmed all the presence of mycobacterium tuberculosis with molecular tests uh, and there were no false positive diagnoses. What about the information on drug susceptibility that you get from your test? In addition to uh, being more sensitive than sputum smear and more sensitive than other culture methods, the MODS test also does di direct drug susceptibility testing. That is to say, rather than wait until we have a strain from which we have to do a subculture and then uh, drug susceptibility testing, we get the drug susceptibility test data directly from the inoculation of the sputum sample. And this buys us a lot of time and avoids a lot of dangerous or unsafe uh, manipulation of, of the TB strain in the laboratory. Therefore, the time to a positive drug susceptibility test result in MODS is the same as the time to a positive culture. In other words, a median of seven days. Whereas with our automated system, that's a median of 22 days. And with Lowenstein-Jensen and the conventional proportion methods testing, we're up to 68 days. So it, it buys us a lot of time and avoids a lot of uh, laboratory manipulation of, of cultured strains. What exactly is the magic of the chemistry that makes this test possible? Well, really, we have a, a standard Middlebrook 7H9 broth, which is a standard uh, mycobacterial culture media. We use a, a nutritional supplement called OADC, which is a, a well-known and, and off-the-shelf uh, nutritional supplement, and an antibiotic cocktail known as Panta, which contains five antibiotics and antifungals, uh, which reduces contamination of the culture. And none of these things are new and magical. The, the, 
The new thing about MODS is the way in which the cultures are examined under an inverted light microscope, so we look at the bottom of the well, uh, and the recognition that actually growing TB in the presence of rifampicin or isoniazid provides a result that's highly reliable and highly concordant with indirect drug susceptibility testing, which has been the convention in mycobacteriology for years. This obviously and evidently works very elegantly in your hands. What about using it elsewhere? Okay, so that's obviously the key question, is what we're working on at the moment. Uh, we're rolling MODS out in the uh, TB program in Peru to uh, five provincial cities. We've done some pilot work in, in two cities in the south of Peru uh, and one hospital in the centre of Lima and have had very encouraging results in both of those settings where the results have been highly concordant with their um, existing drug susceptibility testing methods. Uh, it doesn't take long to train someone between one and two weeks um, and uh, so far we've been very encouraged by, by the rollout to, to service laboratories. I, I must of course ask about costs, both direct and indirect. Yes, well, uh, the beauty of MODS is that it's a, it's a methodology, not a product, so we're not selling anything, we're just making people aware that they can buy these uh, constituents off the shelf, and the unit cost, not including labour for the MODS test, is $2. Uh, in our study, that compared very favourably with both the automated and the, uh, and the conventional cultures. Could you summarise what might be the overall advantages in terms of diagnostic efficiency and a reduction of mortality from TB by using this MODS test? Well we know that all culture-based methodologies will double our case detection uh, and those culture-based methodologies haven't been available in developing countries simply because of cost and speed. Uh, it's never been worth. It's never been thought to be worthwhile to detect TB by culture, which takes a month because the patients have long since disappeared. So we believe that the doubling in case detection will have a significant impact on reducing transmission of disease. Most of the additional cases you detect are smear negative cases, who in the course of time, many of whom would become smear positive. So it's an opportunity to interrupt transmission in a very uh, low cost way. In terms of in detection of multidrug resistance. Uh, the convention at the moment in many settings is to wait until people have failed empirical first-line therapy before they start their MDR treatment or even have testing for MDR. And clearly that uh, leads to transmission both in their families and in the, uh, in the community, as well as in the healthcare settings where they're taking their medicine. So early diagnosis of MDR treatment would clearly uh, have considerable advantages in reducing transmission of that disease. And, and what is your bottom line message to clinicians battling with TB diagnosis all over the world? Well, we believe that MODS is relatively easy to implement and our preliminary experiences in rolling it out in Peru have been highly encouraging. We're more than uh, open and delighted to offer technical assistance to anybody who needs help in setting this up and, and we train a whole string of people uh, constantly streaming through our laboratory but in fact you don't necessarily need to come to our laboratory to train in MODS we have a, a web page that has the uh, user guide on it and people can download that and, and, and learn how to do the test themselves the bottom line is you don't need to spend a fortune to get uh, to get high quality TB diagnosis and we believe that MODS brings uh, gold standard TB diagnosis to settings that previously didn't have access to it. David Moore from London's Imperial College and Hammersmith Hospital talking to me at the outreach clinic called Lima Kids in downtown Lima, Peru. For the Audio Journal of Global Health Issues, in coordination with the Audio Journal of Infectious Disease, I'm Peter Goodwin.